Hey everybody, this is Thea. This is Daniel. And we're standing on the corner of here and now. Join us as we have conversations about all things recovery. And hang on to your seat, we're in for a ride. back in the kitchen good morning good morning it's sunday beautiful day it turned out gorgeous after all that funky foggy rainy stuff we were having so you do need the rain for the rainbows you do and it's depressing so depressing so bad yeah yeah i don't like it it's beautiful day gorgeous day cool it's nice so we're going to talk about mornings it is morning so, in the morning, what what do you do in the morning? Like, how do you deal with that? That's a big thing that... It's a huge thing. We talk about in recovery, like, how do you set the stage for your day? Right. We talk about it in re- recovery, and then even, you know, going back to, like, a business personal development format, anyone that I've ever read about that's successful, I don't care what line it is, they have some sort of morning routine. That's true. You know, whether it's... Henry Ford to the guy sitting in the the medicine and you're sick and you can't figure out why. Right. It's, it's a, it's a total trip. Well, it's that saying, right? As soon as you put out to the universe that you have this awesome thing that you want to do, I'm going to get clean. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to work hard and support my family. The universe is going to throw this huge thing at you to see if you're really serious. Mm. Right. Are you really serious about this? I'm going to put up some roadblocks here. To see if this is really what you want and are you willing to push through? Are you really willing to do the deal? You know, blah, blah, blah. And then I think just as humans, we're te- we tend to be lazy and there's a lot of res- resistance. Um, I can't think of the author right now, but I'll, I'll try to I'll put it in the show notes. But there's this author that wrote these two little books. They're just two little books and they're all a- he's a writer, but he talks about how hard it is to sit down and write. Mm. And he talks about the re- the resistance. Here it is. It's so hard to get up and exercise. It's so hard to get up and write a morning gratitude list. It's hard to get up and, you know, just take care of ourselves. We want that pleasure over anything else. We want to lay we want to lay in the bed. We want to be lazy. We want to do all that kind of stuff. I wonder I think it's a human thing, but I wonder how much of it is an addict thing because I know that there's something inside me that cries for all of that. There's something inside me, obviously, that has gotten desensitized and used to chaos Mm. and used to the self-destruction and used to all that to the the degree that there's something that cries for it. I think there's there's a big part of me that doesn't want to get better. Because it keeps the story true. Here we go with the story. Mm. I think for me, anyway, I can only speak for myself, is the more that I indulge in the not doing and the self-sabotage and all that, the more the story stays true. Whether the story in my head is real or not, it really isn't, right? I've made up this story about who I am and 
you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm the kid that can't read. I'm the this, I'm the that. And the more I self-sabotage, the more I give into the resistance, the more that loop goes to keep that story. So in the, there's a sick payoff. There's a payoff to it. Like, see, this is, this is who I am. Right. I've somehow reconciled everything in my life as being a victim. So if for some reason I step out of that and get into a solution, I actually have to face it. Right. And it's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable to be in the solution. That it is. It's hard to change. Yes, it is. But we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Here's the uncomfortable talk again, right? Like yeah. keeps it keeps coming back up and it's even though it's yucky, we know what's gonna happen. I know that if I'm if I do this, XYZ will happen. Whether it's good or bad doesn't matter. But I know if I take this action every time, the same thing will gonna is gonna happen. Whereas if I if I do decide to make the change and go a different direction, even though I know it's good for me. I don't know what's going to happen. So even though good things could happen, I don't know what's going to happen. And to I think as addicts, yes, but as humans, like, mm-hmm. you know, if you were walking across the savanna and you heard something behind a bush, you're going to go, oh, something's behind the bush. It might be a lion. It might be a whatever. It's going to eat me. So then you go back to the, to the tribe and you go, hey, that third bush on the right, there's something back, right? So it's this thing that happens and then nobody goes by the bush. Because, you know, there might be something back there. So I think it's even some of that stuff. It's that primal brain wants to keep us there. But as addicts, it's just on fire, man. Like that thing is just crazy. And some people are more um, uh, comfortable doing the uncomfortable. More people, you know, it's going to depend a lot. Like I'm not very confrontational. Like I'm very non-confrontational actually. So I'll, I find comfort. And you're talking about being uncomfortable. And there's a part of me all my life, but especially in recovery that has wanted so bad to be on a plateau, to arrive somewhere and to get complacent and say, Oh God, that almost like a little victim. Like I've done so much work. I deserve to take it easy. And, and knowing that there is no plateau is a real humbling part for me. Cause I think in early recovery, there's some big wins for us, I mean, 30, 60, 90 days, it's such a big thing. Um, I truly thought that the city of Webster, at my 30-day, I had this delusion that they were probably going to throw a ticker tape parade for me mm. because don't they know who could never get 30 days and got 30 days clean? This is incredible. And at, at these little points, I've done so much work, and I can just relax and rest on my laurels. I can sit there and rest on this achievement. And... And I don't want to get uncomfortable anymore. And I think that's a lot of the time where I will step away. I'll get complacent and I'll step away from things and I'll get in that in- insanity again uh, that I can do things. Um, and that predictability that, um, that, that you were talking about when I do these certain things and a good thing happens or I get a certain outcome, I start forgetting about all of that. Because to me, that's the faith of the program, that being uncomfortable, doing things, and not knowing how the results are going to turn out. I turn back to like, well, even if it is chaos, even if it is messed up, I know that, and I'm in control of that. I know the results to that. Mm -hmm. That comfortability with that self-sabotage and all that, there's something that cries for failure, that that prefers that almost. Because then I don't have to have faith. I know that if I get complacent and back away and go back into those other things that 
hey, that's comfortable at least. Whereas feeling healthy is not. Well, it takes work. But we have control over that. We have control over whether we're healthy or not. We have control over, you know, whether we go to work or not. We have control over um, more than we think, even though like that first step, we pound home how powerless we are. We have more control than we think we do. Like we can get up in the morning and eat a healthy breakfast and go for a walk and do, you know, gratitude lists and all that. Like that's, that's not, we have control over that. I have control whether I get out of the bed or not. Absolutely. Right? I have total control over my health, about what I put in my face, whether I'm eating candy or I'm eating salad. Right? Like, so on some level, we have a ton of control, but we don't have control on the outcome. Like, so that's where I think a lot of, well, if I don't have control, I'm powerless. So that, does that mean I don't have to go do X, Y, Z? No, you still have to do it. Faith without works is dead. So I, even though I have faith, I still have to take the actions. It's the consistency of the small actions that build our self-esteem, that get us to the goal and to get us down, down the road, even like program stuff, you know, I go to meetings, I read my literature, I call my sponsor, like all that stuff. It's that consistency of doing that. And then as we go along in the program, then maybe we go back to school. So now it's the consistency of doing homework and getting to class on time and turning in my stuff on time. And like, it's these things, but we have to do it. I mean, you can't put a pen and a paper down. God's not going to write your composition for you. Like we still have to sit down and do that do that work and it's that consistency of being willing to do that work there's no background noise now did you notice it's like totally gone yeah it's i don't strange. know what it's gonna sound sorry everybody but <laughs> we'll see how this comes out <laughs> yeah those i mean those paradoxes that once i think once we admit our powerlessness and we get lined up with reality a little bit of what's actually happened happening not in the delusion then we do get some power Mm-hmm. Just in that, uh, we get a little bit of freedom and I, and that's, that's the hard part. Cause we do have accountability. Cause at that point I do have a damn choice yep. at that point. I can say, no, I'm going to do something healthy. You were talking earlier about little wins mm-hmm. and setting ourselves up Huge. and golly it is. Cause the, the, the mornings that I get up with, with a healthy routine, of some kind. And I think it changes and grows. It's not the same mm-hmm. routine I had. Correct. No, six months ago, it's got to move and grow with me. Once again, getting back to me, not getting complacent or uh, resting on what I've done before, but learning how to grow uh, with it. But setting those up uh, is a game changer. Total game changer. And we can't set ourselves up to win. I had this uh, conversation with the folks on Friday about the small wins and stacking our wins. Like when I get up in the morning and I don't hit the snooze, that's a win. And then I eat a healthy breakfast, that's a win. And then I do prayer and meditation, that's a win. So before I even leave the house, I can have three or four solid wins under my belt. Like, that's huge. Whereas if I hit the snooze and I lay there till way too long and I'm rushing out the door and I leave the house with no wins, then I'm in that state of mind of, I may not be saying to myself, you didn't have any wins this morning. Like, that's not the conversation. But there's this angst. There's this funk that leaves the house with me. And, you know, on a very personal side, I can't remember any time in my life where I haven't woken up without fear. Like I wake up in fear every 
<laughs> the dogs going in and out every freaking day, right? So for me, I have to do something out of the bed to stop that for lack of a better term or to turn that down or to get on a path of love, right? It's either love or fear. I, I, that for me, I, and I'm noticing it more and more at, you know, 50 years old and, you know, 24 years clean, I'm seeing it clearer and clearer all the time that I have to do that stuff in the morning and I have to be ready to go be coming from a place of love and not fear right out of the gate in the morning. Yeah, I was going to say that earlier that, yeah, I mean, you struggle with mornings. Mm -hmm. uh, I struggle with mornings. Mm -hmm. um, I, I get up and and I'm aware. I think I think that's an interesting thing. Today I'm actually aware. You used to have no idea what was going on. But today I look at myself and I'm like, I don't know what it is, but right out the gate I want to automatically start going negative. Mm -hmm. I want to uh, I want to find anything that's wrong with me. I mean, right out the gate. I mean, like right. walk in to wash my hands, go to the bathroom. I'm already trying to get into the negative. Um, there was something I was thinking about earlier in, in these little strategic or deliberate placements of these small wins and small acts and that. how powerful mm -hmm. they are. Um, I love that. That's a huge thing. Huge. Not hitting the snooze button, doing stuff for me. Um, what did Leanne say earlier? She was talking about the, uh, to get self-esteem, we do esteemable acts. Yep. Huge. Isn't it's, that in the literature? I believe somewhere it is. Somewhere in one of the... We're not representatives of any 12-step fellowship, by no. the way. We're going to stay autonomous as best we can. But yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Well, and, and, and going back to basic, as an addict, um, that's not intuitively... I'd rather take a shortcut chemical. Yes. For that, then do these little esteemable acts. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's weird. And that gift of des desperation, which is huge. And we can get it at any time, any age, any time in the program, any amount of clean time. That gift of desperation is a gift no matter when it comes. And it helps us make the bed, and it helps us do the step work, and it helps us just do all the things. Yeah, that's a whole thing. When someone first pointed out that that was uh, G-O-D. God, gift of desperation. Oh, I've never that heard that. Never heard that. Holy cow. That blew my mind. I'm on emoji right now. That's one of my hell? favorite ones because either way you look at it, if you're a, a deist, it makes sense because it came from something, came from God. If you're not, if you're an atheist, then it makes sense because that desperation is that gift that motivates me into doing something. That's the power greater than myself that can restore me to sanity. Mm -hmm. In my mind, it is the any motivator is that capital P power greater than myself wow. and that desperation. I think a lot of times for, for us, it's as humans, but definitely as addicts. Uh, I know we keep saying that, but it's all too simple because <laughs> when, when someone, when someone calls or when someone reaches out to, to any of us and, and they're in that moment of, of, of chaos and just what do I do and all of this and, and they're in that turmoil and you ask those simple questions have well, where are you at with your work on yourself right. in the steps where are you at with these simple things the answer is always no right I've never heard anybody say <laughs> that no I'm doing all the things right. and I'm being real honest because I know when I'm doing all the things and I'm not my, my gut there's their internal compass Right. That kind of knows. I know what I know when I'm BSing, and 
And they, yeah, they never ever are doing all those things. Sometimes if they tell you that they are, um, well, it's just not true. Well, here's another one. Are we ever doing all the things? No. I'm not doing all the things. Are you doing all the things? No. But I know how much I need to do to keep moving forward. <laughs> to stay afloat. To be born. So there's, there's enough to stay afloat and stay clean. And then there's enough to have a spiritual experience. There's enough to have an acceleration in our life, in our recovery. There's an, whew, that's a whole other show. That's kind of what what we've been talking about, I think, is the big picture of some of this show, too, is like, okay, I know how much I need to do to just stay clean, but is that sufficient to live an awesome life? No. No, it's not. A client pointed this out the other day. It was brilliant, um, talking about how the disease is progressive. Mm -hmm. So even when I'm clean, it's still progressing. Push-ups in the parking lot, baby. Right, which which I I wish because mine's in between my ears, right? Right. It's not not even removed that far. And, <laughs> That's awesome. And that so that my recovery has to be on that same upward curve. If it's progressive, this has got to be progressive. So for me, which is what we've been talking about, some just that staying afloat mm-hmm. um, is actually probably going backwards. Because as I'm plateauing off or paralleling, my disease is still progressing. Mm -hmm. And kind of like we talked about yesterday, it's probably coming at me in ways that I can't see. You're not going to see it till it's right up on you. Exactly. Just like that fight last night. (laughs) (laughs) Getting kicked in the head out of nowhere. Yeah. Sorry, I had to throw that in. And before you know what's happening, you're You're on the mat. You're on on the the mat. mat. Something's beating the snot out of you spiritually. Holy cow. And you're telling me it's as simple as just doing some of those little things and little wins to avoid that. That gratitude list, if you want to do something really, really small that doesn't seem like it would do anything, a gratitude list every morning. For me, it's in my little notebook with my different colored pens. And, you know, I like my little ritual around that. But my coffee and my notebook and 10 things every morning that I'm grateful for. game changer out even if that's the only thing i do and sometimes for me the little gratitude list in the morning is more important than the prayer and it's more important than the than the meditation now that's going to fluctuate around right some days i need to meditate more than i need to make a list and you know blah 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 but that gratitude list in the morning because i can sit in meditation and think negative thoughts Mm -hmm. i can pray and hope God's a Santa Claus, right? Like I can do that kind of stuff. But when I put pen to paper and I put, you know, my home, my wife, my friends, walking my dog, seeing a sunrise, hot coffee, a shower, shampoo, nice toilet paper. Like when I start making that gratitude list, um, holy cow, like that will shift my whole mindset. And there's a whole other discussion here. There's a great guy out there, if anyone's interested. His name's Joe Dispenza, and he's got some great videos on YouTube and stuff. And he's done a ton of studies, but he talks about how when we wake up in the morning, we automatically think about yesterday. Hmm. Like, we're in yesterday from the time our eyes open, and we're in the rush of what do I need to get done today? So if I'm thinking about yesterday, right, when my, oh, I didn't get this done, I didn't get that done, I have to do this, or, oh, what that thing that, that someone said to me in third grade or whatever, like right out of the gate in the morning, um, 
Wow, that's huge. That means I'm starting my day on yesterday's bad news or whatever. And, he, you know, he's like, you have to change. He talks about it too, changing it first thing in the morning and moving forward. And then the other part of that is, you know, 95% of the thoughts we have are the same thoughts we had yesterday. Mm. So it's like this huge thing of being in, – and think about it. If you can change 1% to 2% of your thoughts a day, that's it. That's all you need to change. 1% to 2% over time becomes a huge margin later down the road because it just keeps changing and it keeps changing and it keeps changing. So, yeah. Back to little wins. Back to the little wins. I think one thing um, that I wanted to, to bring up is that, you know, any of this, we're not here – to prescribe any type of Nothing. routine. Nothing. Like you said, it's always changing. Mm-hmm. For me, it's always got to be growing and, and some days are different than others mm-hmm. to try to, to change that, that little percent mm-hmm. to, to try to get up on a different, different foot. And then another, another cool thing is sometimes, okay, so let's say it's a morning and a day and I've got a big misstep in it. I can always try to take a bit of time to start it over at any point by going back and grounding spiritually mm-hmm. with like a gratitude list. I think a gratitude list is powerful in more ways than I could possibly understand, mm-hmm. even though it's so simple. They used to say that when I first got, when I got clean back in the day, they used to say that all the time. You don't hear it as much, but we can restart our day at any time. Mm-hmm. We can totally restart our day at any time. And if we do have a misstep or, you know, we're doing our active tenth step throughout the day and we've harmed somebody and we can, you know, blah, blah, blah. We can. We can take that step back. We can look at it. can call somebody, talk about it, pray about it, whatever. Write about We can do a couple of few sentences on a piece of paper. And we can literally start our day all over again at any time. And it's if we're willing to be aware and be the watcher and see and do all that stuff. And we just, we've talked about a hundred topics today that we'll... Yeah that will uh, do another rabbit hole on some of this stuff. But do you want to say anything else and we'll wrap this up here in the next couple minutes? No, I think that, um, that it's, it's something important for all of us to remember and just to emphasize like the, these simple little things. Mm-hmm. I think that's out of all the little topics and rabbit trails that could have <laughs> been going down. That's the biggest one is yeah. to remember that like my ego does not like that. It's this simple. Right. My ego wants it to be intolerably complicated and intellectual and all of it. And I want to label it and, and, and make it so much more than it is. Right. And at the end of the day, it all just comes down to these simple little things. Simple things consistently over time. Do esteemable things. Become more esteemable. Um, cool. Another great talk. Um so I did. I was on the internet all last night, and I got us a YouTube channel. It's up and running, corner of here and now on YouTube. Really excited. Um, and we're on Spotify. I got us on Spotify. Wow. And um, so that'll start getting loaded there, plus on our website. Again, if anyone wants to reach out, you can find us uh, corner of here and now at gmail.com. Remember that will not be uh, monitored, you know, super frequently, but we will check it somewhat frequently so don't get mad if we don't email you back in five seconds um, but if you have any questions or feedback or you want you something you want us to talk about please don't be an asshat in there either we're not here to argue with anyone we're just uh, trying to get some ideas out to the masses and have some fun and, and talk about some of these rabbit holes absolutely cool all right man thanks love all you guys all right see ya